Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yep. How's it going? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast. We back at it. Um, We've been doing it intermittently. Yeah, I just don't worry about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, he just had a baby, so blame him. Blame Vince. It's his fault. Literally. Vince uh, But we're trying to back. get back on schedule here. We'll be uh, doing that hopefully The best soon. we can. Uh, we put out a, um, the draft of our last episode, and so oh, far Ben's winning. Yeah. 62 to 38. That is our favorite regional cuisines. Yeah. Um, so check that out. Vote if you haven't already. Um also, unless, unless you're listening to this days after, then you don't. Yeah, then you're out of time. You're, not you're out get of the time. Chance. I'm not even gonna let you get the chance. Um, but we'll have another draft today. It'll be fun. It'll be good. It'll be awesome. It'll be you. Um, yeah, yeah. So it'll be uh one that might make you have to get in your car and drive around and listen for a while. Drive around and uh, burn go, some gas. No, go purchase s- s- the item that we might be talking about later. I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you you might have to. Okay, but before we today. do that, we uh, we just finished out our... So we're kind of skipping a week in the sermon series, but we just finished out yeah, um, the we third week or the final week of the third section. So we're going into the final yeah, stretch because there's only four sections. This is crazy. So uh, in talking about Jesus. So the first month we talked about Jesus as God. Second month we talked about Jesus as human. Yep. And this last month we talked about the ministry of Jesus, talking about the teachings uh, the miracles, and then this last week we switched it up a little bit. I was going to talk about atonement, but we decided to talk about prayer instead. Yeah, and I think it was good. So it was good. Uh, that will be posted. Uh, is it not already? Let me look. I don't well, think it is. I think it, I think it gets posted on the Sunday or Monday after. Oh, okay. Let me Which just check. I'll wait to post this until like Sunday or Monday. So it should be posted. Right around the same time this is posted. So you can listen to that message and then listen to this as kind of like the recap for it. So if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the last message on prayer, go back, listen to it, and then listen to this. And then yeah, you're right. The last one from last week came out on Monday, so it'll probably be on Monday, huh? Yeah. Okay, so um, we have... Yes, we're talking about um, prayer. And so we talked about... How prayer is a priority of Jesus, um, which is very interesting. Um, Seeing in like, that he was God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've always thought about it in like, like, why does Jesus pray to the Father? But I think it illustrates the mystery of the Trinity, but also like us knowing it to be true because we we know fully the Holy Spirit is God. We know fully that Jesus is God. And we know fully that obviously God the Father is God. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also this, um, you would, you know, traditionally growing up believing in the Trinity, you think it's like three different, um, how am I trying to say this? Like it's hard for our, it's hard for our minds. Yeah. It's hard for our minds to wrap 
Um, it's hard to wrap our minds around the idea of of the three persons existing at the same time as one and acknowledging each person. other. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so it's just very interesting. Uh, if you think about it in that way, so just right when you think you've got a grip on what the what the Trinity is, <laughs> yeah, it's a psych. You're, no, you don't. Uh, but that's the cool thing about it is uh, a bit of mystery. We'll, we'll be able to uh, in heaven one day understand um, what that's all about, and so it'd be pretty cool. But anyway, so Jesus prays, um, and he prays in uh, specific ways, and basically the reason that I wanted to switch it up and preach about this this week was because. I'd seen a couple of things about prayer and about what to pray for. And I, a friend of mine posted something on Instagram. It got me thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talk about oftentimes like why prayer is important. We should pray, keep praying. You know, prayer is a you know, conversation between you and God, all that kind of good stuff. But sometimes we don't talk about like the practical things of prayer. Like what do I pray yeah. for? Mm-hmm. Um, how often do I pray for this? How often do I pray for that? When I pray, who do I pray to? Um, like this, you know, if you've grown up in like a you know, Protestant Christian church your whole life. Like you don't think about who do I pray to? Cause it's usually, you know, Jesus or just God. Yeah. But you know, like in the Catholic church, it's very common to pray to Mary and Peter and all these other, um, saints, saints and stuff like that. And so it's a good question to ask. Like, who do we pray to? So I started off with that and I was watching this, um, Instagram video of, I can't remember who it was. Someone from, from Theos U was talking about it. Um, and they asked the question, like, you know, out of, you know, Jesus or out of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, who do you pray to? Mm-hmm. And the guy just answered it really well. He says, well, I mean, you're not going to go wrong praying to any of them because they're all God. Because they're all God. Uh, but he said, if you're going off strictly like the um, the roadmap that Jesus puts out in front of us, uh, then you would pray to the Father yeah. in the name of the Son and with the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's kind that's of what kind of I talked format. about first. Yeah, is that we, uh, if, if, we're, if you're wondering how to pray, you start off this way, praying to the Father in the name of Jesus yeah. uh, and with the power of the Holy Spirit. And the with the power of the Holy Spirit means that you actually believe what you're praying is going to happen. You believe mm-hmm. it to, to be true, that the same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives inside of you. And so as you pray, there's, there's weight to it. And Yeah, so anyway, so that's... Kind of what we talked about first. Anything to say about that before we move on? Nope. Okay. And then, and then I just talked about like what to pray about. And so yeah. oftentimes, as like especially Western culture Christians, like we we are very individualist and think about ourselves uh, quite often and wh- mm-hmm. how the world revolves um, around us. And not and sometimes purposefully, selfishly, but also other times not. And we're just wondering like how we fit into the grand scheme of life. And so we end up praying about ourselves, you know, bless our food for our tummies, you know, uh, give me a good day, Jesus, uh, thank you for the good day. And, and it's all, you know, it's, they're not bad prayers, but they're just revolved around us most of the time. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not, yeah, like I said, it's not that it's a bad prayer. It's just where, how often are you praying that prayer? Um, uh, anywho, uh, so basically what I finished it off with was when you pray, you should say thanks more than you say please, uh, meaning that we, we yeah. should give God the glory and, and be grateful and be thankful more than we're begging him to do stuff for us. That's super good. Um, and then I, I put, you should pray for them more than you pray for you, mm-hmm. meaning that, or or in like a personal case, like them more than me. So I want to pray for the people in my life. I want to pray for the 
uh, people that need Jesus desperately and uh, people I know that are going through stuff, pray for them before yeah. I even pray for my own needs because um, mm-hmm. that's what Jesus would do. It's selfless. And then also, I think it's really healthy, and this is one that I kind of stumbled upon, but I think it's really good, is to pray for us more than I just pray for me. Meaning that like... Pray for your community, pray for your... Yeah, so get like... <clears throat> your friends, your family. If you think about like like Christianity as a whole, like being a Christ follower, it's a very communal a communal thing. Yeah. In fact, being the image of God is so communal that I don't think we can personify God without each other. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I also think like, well, it's perfectly explained in God himself. Like God's not a singular God. It's like, that's the point of the Trinity. It's yeah. God in his own nature is communal. So like even without mm-hmm. all of us, even without Even humans, if there was no creation, he's still a communal God. Yeah, even without angels and humans and creation and everything, he's God still himself. by default communal. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. th- that's like a driving factor that we... Uh, especially like in Western culture, we throw out, uh, we throw the baby out with the bathwater. Where we're, we're yeah, trying I can do it myself. I, yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, where we're trying to work on ourselves, which is great. We're trying to cultivate a personal relationship with God, which is great. Yeah. But in doing so, we oftentimes walk so far down the road that we ostracize ourselves from um, society and from the communities around us. Mm-hmm. And so then, uh, and I think that's why, like, we have a lot of issues with social anxiety today is because we default all of our social interaction to online, which is not social interaction. It's already not good. Yeah. Um, and then, so if that's our only outlet to, to socialization, then, uh, everything else we're doing is just like for ourselves We're we're, we're consuming things. We're, um, thinking about things and and saying things and praying about things, all revolving around our lives and mm-hmm. ourselves. And the the less and less we are around people, the less and less we pour into others. The more and more we pray just for ourselves. Um, well, and then the more deprived we become ourselves. Yeah, I think we over or underestimate the importance of having like minded people around us. Yeah. So we t- I talk about all the time, like as a pastor, that like it's really healthy for me to get poured into because I'm pouring out of myself so, so often. often. Yeah. But I think the opposite is true as well. I think it's really healthy for us to pour out. Um, cause if we're just getting poured into and never pour out, we're just kind of defeating the up. purpose. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and it, and it gets overwhelming at times. You, you almost need that release to like chill uh, out for a minute because it's, it's what we're made to do. But yeah. anyways, so don't be some, and, and some people live in the, in this kind of lie that you thrive better alone, which you don't, yeah. you might recharge better alone, but you don't thrive better alone. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter introvert or extrovert. Yeah. It doesn't matter like, yeah. if you're an extrovert. Yeah. It's easier for you to be with people. If you're an introvert, if you're just by yourself all the time, I promise you it's not you're a better eating, life. You'll than eat if, yourself a if lot. If you're hanging out with people and being around other folks at times. So, yep, yep. Um, so anyway, so our prayers should be more communal. Our prayers should be more outward focused. Our prayers should be more thankful, thankful. I was going to say thank filled, thank filled, <laughs> thankful, uh, grateful. I'm great filled. Um, and, uh, <laughs> all those things. And outward is focus. it okay to pray for yourself? Yeah, of course. Is it okay to pray for your healing in your body? Yeah. Is it okay to pray for, God to provide for you in areas that you're struggling. Yeah, of course. And uh, just don't let that be the most common prayer you pray. Yeah. Or the only prayer you pray. Yeah, exactly. In that sense. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it's really good. We also talked about like success because that was like the mm. thing that kind of poured on this thought process for me was like, what does success look like? What is yeah? What is this? It, and this is a really really tough conversation to have, especially in in Today's, America. You got to make it kind of worldview. Yeah, so we have like very different, very different cultures around the world, very different. Um, so let me give some examples. So like in, in, in traditional, like American dream, the American dream culture, it's like you yeah. build the life for yourself. Like it's almost more, it's almost better to be independent. You look dependent. better if your parents were poor and somehow now you're rich. Like it's like, it's like you try and grind mm-hmm. it out and do your thing and get the white picket fence in the house and the 2.5 kids and dog or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, but then you see like in, um, a lot of like Hispanic cultures, they really take to that like it takes a village thing, and so it's yeah. just like it's just a communal effort to pay the bills and to raise children and to, and that's kind of lost in um, American culture. Uh, and there, I think there's some aspects of it that are really good, mm-hmm. um, and also you see that in um, other cultures as well, um, or you see like in a lot of. Um, like Asian cultures, it's like it's it's aspiring to be great at something. You don't have to be amazing at everything. It's like great at pick something and be, be great really at it. really good like yeah. at at something, you know. And mm-hmm. that that's really cool too. Um, but anyways, so in that, um, but in in this kind of American culture that most of us live in, where it's like grind it out, uh, make make a life for yourself. I think that's good. I think it's awesome, but how are we like measuring our success? And I think that the problem with this, especially mm-hmm. for pastors is when we, when we're so used to measuring our success by numbers and quotas and, and meeting all these different things, we, we pour that into our church. We pour that into our ministry. Yeah. And so if I'm not meeting a, mu- a number, a quota or whatever, then I'm not successful, which isn't true. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same in our lives. Something my dad said a few years back, it's always stuck with me. He says, the only things you could take to heaven with you are the things that you give away. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about that, it's like, what, how do we measure success? And yeah. if you, I'll give two examples. If you end your life as a multimillionaire, setting your family up with generational wealth and you have a really nice car and a big house, uh, that's really cool. But like two out of your four kids aren't serving God and your wife left you along the way. Mm-hmm. How does that, how does that stack up against someone who, um, who is at the end of their life finding people to live with because they can't afford to live on their own, uh, but, uh, and then and then you know scrumming, uh, um, social security uh, money and uh, all these other types of money, hoping that they're. Uh, 401k comes in right like those types of things but then but then kids are in love with jesus they're they're at church every every uh time the doors open they fall in love with jesus and and reading their bible every day like which life would you rather end with and i I think i take the second one but Mm -hmm. so it just depends on what we what you view successful you as success not that i would like want to wish wish that on struggling yeah on anybody and not that i wouldn't want to hope for Great success on Great somebody success. else. Yeah, it's just what what what's more important? Is it the stuff, or is it the impact you make in on the kingdom? And yeah. uh, so that's that's 
kind of how I would gauge it. Hey Amen. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like what you said on Wednesday too. You just said simply, like, big fan of self reflection. Go through your prayers, and if you think about all the prayers you prayed, do any of them have a kingdom mindset, yeah. or are they just give me, give me, um, bless my day, hope everything's great, or are you praying prayers like? God, you can bless me, but bless me to be a blessing. Bless me. Who can I impact today for today for your day, for your for your your kingdom? How can yeah. we grow the kingdom today? And I think just simply monitoring your prayers and making those small changes will make a life of difference. Yeah, I think the heart behind how we pray and interact, I think, is like a big deal too. Like, let, yeah. me, get, let me give an example. So, like, let's say I'm, let's say Ben, you've gotten in some trouble. Oh no, and you're you're just in it deep and you you can't figure out how to get out of it. And so here, here's, here's what a couple of my prayers might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, here's, here's a good prayer. I think that I would pray like, Lord, just, I pray that you would show up where Ben is at and like help him in whatever way that he's at. And if, yeah. um, God, I pray that you would help him to know that I'm here too, that I, yeah, I can help those types of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's another prayer. Uh, God, I pray that you would use me, to impact Ben's life incredibly so he would look to me as a mentor and to remember how much I impacted his life with your great you know what I mean like yeah yeah it's but people pray like that where it's like yeah you're praying for somebody else but it's about you the entire time of how you're gonna be like the saving grace yeah yeah and so what I would say is like when in whatever capacity you're leading or whatever capacity you're serving don't do it for you for self-recognition or do it for them. Do it for, like, if I'm going to teach someone how to play piano, I don't want to teach someone how to play piano so that I'm, I get viewed as a good piano teacher. I want to teach mm-hmm. someone how to play piano so they learn how to play. So they're the a good piano, piano player. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so when you kind of look at those types of things, um, and is it bad to hope to be a good piano teacher? No, it's not bad because if I'm a bad piano teacher, I'm not teaching people how to play piano. But the yeah, first so focus the day, should yeah. be to enable people and uh, give them the tools to become good piano players or good whatever we're doing. And yep. that's just the example. But anyways. Good stuff, buddy. You got anything so, else? No, I think that's it. Um, Sweet. Yeah. There we go. Then Here I am. He next week's... Uh, amen. Next week's... Uh, Small groups, so we'll figure something out for the for these homies. Next, well, next week is uh, the Halloween party. Oh, that's a good point there, buddy. So we'll just figure out something anyway. Maybe we'll just do a fun, goofy, spooky one. You know what I mean? Yeah, goofy, spooky, buddy. Big goofy, fan. spooky. Um, cool. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll stay tuned, folks, and tune in next week to hear. Yeah, you got to come back to find what out what we got. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Let us know what we're drafting. All what, right, buddy. How it's gonna pan go. out? All that kind of good stuff. Today. On the Echo Youth Podcast. Podcast. We are going to draft our favorite slash the best, because our favorites are the best. Um, Sorry to break it to you. Um, Places to go to get a milkshake. And a little funny story about this is uh, um, years ago. Years. Years, dude. When... uh, my little brother, shout out Zach, was learning Zach. to play drums. Funny enough, Brett, he was trash, was his drum teacher. Yeah. And um, he would, we would do this thing sometimes. He would come over to the house, teach Zach to play drums, and then they'd walk downstairs and they'd just be like, hey, I think it's uh, Milkshake O'Clock. 
and we would just go get a milkshake no matter what time it was. We'd say, all right, mom, dad, we're going to go hop in Brett's Ford Ranger three in the three in the front and we're just going to go get some milkshakes. Yep. So uh, we've grown to be big fans of milkshakes over the years here. So and it's still it's still relevant. It's very rare. Oh, now. it's still a thing. We did last time we did it was on Zach's birthday, my little oh, brother's yeah. birthday. So it's very rare now. But back then, back in the day, Zach was like thirteen. Ben was I was probably what fourteen, 14 or, 15. or fifteen. Yeah. And I was at the time probably nine, eighteen, nineteen, something like that. Yeah, probably nineteen. Um, but I made them I made them a promise that if they no matter what time if we texted Brett milkshake o'clock he was coming. Yeah, yeah. No matter what time it could be middle of the night. If they text me milkshake o'clock and I see it, I have to go pick them up and take them Grab to get a milkshake. milkshake. <laughs> but we, I told them they can't abuse it. Like, it can't be every night. But, like, yeah. random times of the day, year, whatever, if you text me milkshake o'clock, I got to drop everything and get to it. So now it's, like, once, maybe once a year. It's, like, really, really rare. But it's really funny when it happens because then hey, milkshake o'clock. <laughs> yeah, we just all, like, get a text, milkshake o'clock, and then we go and have Grab a, a milkshake. So... These are the All best right, milkshakes. So these are the spot. best places we would go to do this. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Let's go. Oh, you got me. Finally. I saw you playing on Wednesday night last week, and I developed a strategy. Mm-hmm. Let me write down my names here. Ben's got the very All right. The, the one-on-one, the best shake. This place closed by here, but I think Steak and Shake, the place by your parents' house, had the best milkshakes. Oh, all right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Steak. They're actual <laughs> shake and, and shake. shake. Um, Their food, sorry if some PR person's watching, was trash. The but fries weren't terrible. I was just not a big fan of any of it. Okay. But their, their shakes, top tier. A1. All right. All right. Respectfully. You're up, buddy. All right, I'm going to pick uh, – the reason I'm picking this one is because this is probably where I get the most milkshakes. Okay. And I've, I've developed a, a um, combination of two flavors that I really like. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to go with In-N-Out for yeah, you're a big, milkshakes. Yeah, okay. And I like the chocolate and strawberry if you mix yeah. those two together. It if I really get a good. shake in In-N-Out, it's Neapolitan. Mix all three of them. All right, all right, all right. Chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. But I think In N Out has like pretty good consistency, good flavor. Yeah, I know I a lot of people that hate on them, but I don't think they're that bad to be honest. I like I like their milkshakes. I think it's good. I think if you're in a hankering for a milkshake, it's an it's a it's definitely a top three pick every time. Come on, every time, one hundred percent of the time. One hundred percent of the time. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Okay, fine, do it. All right, I'm gonna go with. You gotta go with Dairy Queen. It's got to be up there. Dairy Queen. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Wow, it's great. Mostly known for their blizzards, but they make a mean milkshake too. Dairy they Queen. don't get to flip those upside down. What a rip off. Okay, so I didn't... Dump a shake out. <laughs> my next pick, I didn't know this place made milkshakes, okay. which is weird. Until you just found out. it's an ice cream place. Okay. But they're really good. Baskin Robbins makes they make really a mean good shake? milkshake. You, can, you just pick whatever ice cream flavor you want. And they just turn it into a shake. And they turn it into a shake. Any any flavor on the whole board that you want. That's could, pretty impressive. It's actually pretty good. So. I don't think I've ever had a shake from Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. They're super rich and like thick, but they're good. Let's go. Okay, I'm going to go with another classic. This is one where 
we used to frequent. I'm going to go with Jack in the Box. All right. There's always a Jack in the Box right by my house. So it's just easy accessibility. You know, you just drive down the street, get a milkshake, and go home. Jack in the Box does have some good... And they're decent milkshakes. Milkshakes. All right. I'm coming out of left field in this one. Okay. Not really. All right. But Ruby's Diner... Oh no! That's a good, good, really good milkshakes, and they give you extra too in this like yeah, the little metal metal thermos cup thing. Yeah, dang, I didn't think of Ruby's at all. That's a really good pick. (laughs) I actually think that that's probably the best shake. I'm being honest. I was saving it in the back pocket though. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I forgot. (laughs) I forgot Ruby's existed. To be honest with you, well, because they shut down. The one that was down here closed. Yeah, there's one at the outlets in San Clemente. There's one at the mall too, by my house. All right. All right, we're still alive. We're still running. We still got a rubies. We're still running. Um, darn man, they make a good shake. <laughs> darn man. All right. All right, you want to go five? I still have more. We could go five. Yeah. Okay, let's go five. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I think you gotta have Chick Fil A in there. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A has a peach milkshake. They just came. They just came out. Just came out. With, came out with. Out with. Okay. Yeah. I, I've got a bone to pick. But with Chick Fil A. They leave the peach chunks in it, which is disgusting. Which is a bummer. Huge but the bummer. the shake <laughs> itself is phenomenal. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm a big Oreo shake kind of guy. That's my go-to flavor. All right. And I think they make a mean Oreo shake. Um, I have tried the peach one, too, and I I was a little a little mad that there was chunks of peach in my shake. Exactly. But it was the flavor profile was top tier. I'm not going to get... I'm not going to lie about that part. Top tier. Yeah. They're doing something right. Um... All right. Fourth pick for you. Fourth pick. I'm going to have to go with the classic okay. McDonald's. Yep. Had it on the list. Dude. The shamrock the shake. The shamrock shake, buddy. Got to get you a mint shake every once in a while. McDonald's makes a good shake when yeah. their ice cream machine is working. Yeah, literally. See, I, I'm more of a McFlurry kind of guy. The McFlurries are good. But the shakes are good, too. They do the make a good shake. The shakes are good, too. Yep. <laughs> okay my last pick all right i gotta go with sonic you sonic. can get whatever you want shakeified there bro shakeified yeah i just made that word up what do you think it's like a your mom word yeah well i didn't mean that as like a your me. mom joke but like like ben's no, no, mom, no, no. My actually, mom just says actually says that about everything at the back of everything. Yeah, she just makes it work. That's swagified, bro. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're like, that's uh, not a word, Paula. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> um. Anyways, but we love it. Yep. So we're taking it. Sonic. Okay, I'm gonna do a local favorite. Okay. Um. And Biggie's Burgers make some really good shakes. Biggie's. Local San Clemente. Burger, I've been there joint, and they make a really four good or five shake. times, but I've never had a shake from there. It's really good. I'll have to get one next time. High quality. <laughs> I'll have to the get best. one next time. <laughs> you know what? It's awesome. I'm gonna have to get one. <laughs> uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, Carl's Jr. Yep, I had that. And uh, this would be cheating, but when Wendy's Frosty. Okay, yeah. I didn't have it on there, but Wendy's Frosties are goaded. They're so good. <laughs> and then I got, I had a. Shake Shack, which is a burger Whoa. place. Almost um, like Steak and Shake. Yeah, but Shake Shack, the only huge 
uh, ripoff of that is the closest the ones. <laughs> They're terrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the closest ones in San Diego or Los Angeles. There's none in like the OC area. Well, I'd rather go to San Diego Sliders. So there, dude, you got a point, bro. <laughs> Those things are so. They're just different. Um, and then I had Del Taco. Uh, you you good there, buddy? Yeah, I got. We gotta talk after this podcast. I've got an idea. I think I know where we're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I am interested. Okay. Okay. Uh, wait, what um, was the other one you had? You said Del Taco. They make a decent shake, actually. I've never had it. I'm not gonna lie to you, Don. It's a pretty good shake. Del Taco has burgers on the menu. It's wild, but and the yeah, burgers, and not, that burgers bad. Are pretty good. <laughs> not that bad. It's better than McDonald's burgers. Yeah, not gonna lie to you. Okay. Why don't you? Uh, I'll recap this real quick. What we have, and then we'll move on. All right, my team. Since I picked first, I got steak and shake, Dairy Queen. Yep. Jack in the Box. Uh huh. Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. And Sonic. Sonic. And you got In and Out. Yep. Baskin Robbins. Raskin Bobbins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ruby's. Don't do, do that Doobies one. Reiner. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then McDonald's. And uh, Biggie's Burgers. <laughs> Brett died on the podcast tonight. <coughs> you good? Nope. <laughs> nope, I'm currently choking. All right, that's it. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Oh, I got the hiccups. We're um, going to have to go to the hospital. Yeah. It was wild. It was a good time. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, Yeah, Matt, just go ahead and cue the opera. <laughs> just go ahead and cut it right here. Cut it, dude. <laughs>